Sup, guys? Welcome back to Fourth Meal. Hey there. <laughs> so, first of all, I want to thank everybody for uh, the feedback on the podcast. Seem to be enjoying it. Some people are like, yo, make it longer. Yeah, yeah, like, nah, yeah. Nah. You know what? I, I like the short, little, small errand commute Straight uh, to podcast. the point, man. And um, we want to thank everybody for sharing it with their friends. Keep sharing yeah, it. Keep doing it. Yeah, appreciate that. Keep posting it. And today, we sat down again with the homie Graham Funky. Yep. Graham Funk and asked him like what worked for you he's been DJing for a very long time his career is still going yep, yep. and you know what worked for me didn't work for him or what worked for won't five work for, me, work yep. for me everybody has a different story so I kind of wanted to hear what what was his approach and he got stories to tell so oh, he got and he's a storyteller so enjoy fourth meal headliner music club presents fourth meal order number 47 number 47 What's up, guys? We're back on the podcast. Eric Deluxe. Five here. What's good, y'all? DJ Five. And welcome back, Graham Funky. Good evening. Oh, yeah. Good evening, Graham. Good evening. So Good we evening. always, you know, every DJ, um, up-and-coming DJ, I should say, uh, they always ask advice, right? Yes. You know, how can I get put on, or do you have any advice? So we want, like, we like asking our guests, uh, if someone was to ask you for advice, what's the answer? For bookings, right? Like, how do I get put on? How do I? How do yeah, I get you know, bookings? bookings? How do I travel like, and go to Vegas? And there's bookings, there's visibility, there's a bunch of different components, right? But the thing about any creative endeavor, we're talking about DJing here, but anything creative, there's no rule book for success. Everybody's path's going to be different, yeah, right? Everybody. So when people give advice, or you have a panel, or you have a Twitter discussion about here's how you do it, of course, none of that really applies. But you want to pay attention to it because the more information you have, the more informed your decisions will be to help you somehow gain success. Now, you could do everything right and still fail, right? Yeah, right. Or you could do idea, everything right. wrong and succeed right. because it's a creative endeavor and there is no one way to do it. There's no rule book for it. Right. So, you know, you just got to do your thing and play your cards right and hope so, for the best. You so know? when people have Twitter discussions and panels and stuff, basically they're telling their story, right? So what what would you say worked for you the best? Like how did you cause how did you get put on? But this is a bigger conversation because we've been in the game a minute and right. things change. It was change. a whole different time. Culture change, business change, music change, technology. Every yeah, technology well, business, change. Business really changed. Well, of course, and the funny thing is if you had told me many many years ago that we would still be DJing, I'd tell you you're probably crazy, right? right. I went to college oh, yeah. and grad school. And I was still <laughs> DJ. I'm a scholar, man. <laughs> um but uh but I feel like when things really took off like 04 when we like started yeah. to really work and make real money, we weren't like, "Oh, in 10 years we'll still do this." We just went with it and didn't think twice about it. There was no thought of a career. No. Right. Right. And I always I'm always hesitant to use the word career with DJing because, uh, as we've talked about before, is there a career like where is there a shelf life? Is there is there an expired date? We don't know yet. Right. Because we're still living it. We're in the middle of it. We're the on the forefront of it. So, um, yeah, we just kind of like went with reckless abandon. Pretty much. Right. (laughs) You know, when we talk about the old days like 04 Vegas. When they started to build the nightclubs, as uh, I used to call it, um, how the pyramids were built, right? <laughs> um, we never thought like we weren't looking a decade down the road, Hell two no. decades down you were the road. Living at the Luxor. Not. Yes, <laughs> I was living at the Luxor. You were you? And, yeah. Well, at that time, yeah, because my deal was with Mandalay Bay, yeah. so I lived at the Luxor, <laughs> and uh, just trippy stuff. They're like. There really is a curse of the mummy. Like if you look at those <laughs> those bedspreads, yeah. Like the bedspreads have hieroglyphics, 
but like every every like hundredth hieroglyphic is green. Right. Like aliens built the pyramids. <laughs> so so and, let me ask you in, in in succeeding with your career, how much do you think it's relationships versus talent versus putting in extra work? Because I know a lot of people uh, think that, you know, oh, DJs haven't made, like you go DJ on the weekend and then you sit on your ass and play video games the rest Party, of the time. But drunk. like, I think you, you and Stone early on when, when you guys started the Captains of Industry, you guys... Um, were gen- marketing geniuses. Yeah, I'm talking like calendars, lips, chapstick. Uh, chapsticks, chapstick. Uh, a, a couple chapstick. things. First off, we'll use the term genius loosely. But um, <laughs> yeah, here was the thing. There was a time where being a good DJ was a given. That was just a component yeah. that was required, right? right. Like you had to be good. Nobody was paying yeah. attention to you or putting you on or messing with you otherwise, right? right. You already had to have that skill set. That's just... That's just prerequisite. Right. That's gone now. But back then, that was a prerequisite. So no one focused on that. What Stone and I wanted to do was elevate nightlife in our own way, kind of inject some of our own personality into the presentation of ourselves, right? I don't want to call it branding because that term gets thrown a lot, thrown a lot too. But back then, yeah, that's what it was. It was it building was the brand, yeah, just yeah. like an Abe Froman showman. That was a oh, branding yeah. Yeah. experiment. And Stone and I took that and... Explain to the listener that might not know right. what A. Uh, Froman Showman So A. Showman Froman Showman was an early experiment in a branded DJ crew. It was myself and Five, Stone Rock, Vice, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Cobra. and Cobra. Yeah. So there were six of us. And what we were doing was, and this predates any roster doing a branded night anywhere, we would go to nightclubs and say, we want to do Sundays, A. Froman Showman Sundays. Okay. And they would buy that package, and, and every Sunday rotate we'd rotate, yeah. mm-hmm. and it, it helped build a buzz. Mm-hmm. Now, this is commonplace now. I, I won't use any names, but there's plenty of, like, quote-unquote takeovers or yeah, this yeah. night. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. standard now. But at that time, this was, nobody was doing this. Right. There was, was DJ new. crews. There's the Beat Junkies. There's the, the Scratch Pickles. Yeah. Um, uh, scratch Pickles and the Executioners. There's DJ crews, mm-hmm. but this was different. That's turntable stuff. This was... Just open format DJing, yeah. right? Crew of party rockers. Party yeah. rocking. Um, a potpourri of genre, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, but it, the reason A. Froman Showman, for many reasons, it ended up not succeeding the way it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Stone and I use this as to inform our decisions. Mm-hmm. As I said, you collect information and make informed decisions uh, to create captains of industry. Yeah. And with the resources we had, like I said, we try to inject a little bit of our personality and elevate the presentation. So we yeah. did the calendars with the mm-hmm. illustrations and the brass belt buckles and the new era 5950s and the hats and the capsticks and all this stuff that really people hadn't used in nightlife yeah, at, all. at that point. And I mean, and a lot of it was because I wanted to wear that stuff. Right. Right. Like yeah, I wanted like high, to make stuff for myself. You guys were doing like high quality shit too, not just like you pong. So much like, production value yeah. went into all of those items. Like, there was no half stepping yeah. ever. Right. Like how right? much was a calendar if you don't? Twenty three thousand dollars it cost to produce 000. the calendar. Wow. But I mean, people still talk about it. I bump into people and say, "When are you making another calendar?" Because it was so stellar. Yeah. And for for people who haven't seen it, and I don't know if you can see it, but um, pretty much it was a fully illustrated. Like basically, the concept was we want to make a calendar where we choose a date each month. That's mm-hmm. not an obvious one, not like Halloween or whatever. Choose a random 
event that happens, like for instance, the Harvest Festival, right? <laughs> and we want to make an illustrated an illustration that is is somehow attached to that date, okay. but it looks like a '70s black exploitation right. poster, or like the old James Bond posters, right? Mm. So, like, let's say National Aviation Day, that was one of them. Well, the illustration for that day was a violent water landing, like a crashed plane. People are drowning. There's there's suitcases everywhere, and uh, Stone and I are on a life raft. Stone's carrying a Pomeranian. I'm pouring champagne, and I have my foot on a dude's head trying to get into the the, la- the raft with me. Like, no, you can't come in. So, like, wow, oh my I, need, I need to go back and look at. Yeah, it. I don't remember. They that were one. very involved and very um, narcissistic, but. Um, <laughs> The, the purpose of this calendar wasn't just because I wanted to make something awesome. This was a marketing tool for us. Now think about this. You make it an actual physical calendar that is interesting to look at and engaging and compelling, and that has to hang on the wall wow. of the booking office for an entire year because right. we sent it out to every single nightclub, every single influential person in nightlife, you know, and that hangs there. And each month they, they put up a new month and see a new crazy illustration and, and you're just on their mind every yes. month. Every and day. that was really the, the, the drive behind that project, other than That's wanting amazing. to make... I never thought about it that way. That's dope. That's man. amazing. Now no one uses physical calendars, but like going back to when this was happening, this was a perfect promo item, yeah. right? How do you beat that? You can't. <laughs> so is marketing and branding uh, very important for an up-and-coming DJ to like start a career? Stay in edge. I think it's important to... Um, have a digestible story attached to you because like i said how many good djs are there out there a lot right Mm -hmm. especially now when you can you know you can go watch a great dj you can see stuff online you know i mean it's easier to learn now they're accessible you can engage them in social media um so what's the story right you know what i mean like what how do you stand out and how is that engaging how is it interesting yeah because honestly, I don't want to sit there and talk to someone about sneakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's talk about something more fun. And if we like t- tobacco pipes in your case, that, I would be interested in hearing about that. Just or because Japanese coffee beans, my man, <laughs> my man, or vintage frames. As an example, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like that has a lot to. It says a lot about you. How you right, choose to right. present yourself speaks volumes. That's the statement. Yeah. Same with the kind of car you drive. I think for a lot of people, you right. know. It's an, it's an arm. <laughs> so basically, you just you, the goal is to try to stand out and have a story and a personality. But not like, don't force it, right? You no, can't you can't one. manufacture it. That's yeah. crazy. That, and that, that goes back to... I feel to, like there is a lot of people that try to manufacture a certain thing. Tons. Like, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. I, the whole thing is fake, right? Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's fake. But again, going back to how Sona and I wanted to use or to inject our personality into the presentation, none of that stuff we did was forced. It, it wasn't yeah, at all. It wasn't it was premeditated. Totally yes. So And when you guys broke out of the Ape Roman, you two were the ones that had the same style, same taste, same Yeah, we we're things. on the uh, So when you guys probably try to do marketing things as a as an entire crew as Ape Roman Showman, you probably bumped heads a lot with other tough. guys because you're all different. Six dudes yeah. with different, different interests taste. and also different... That was uh, the appeal too, though, that they were, we're all different too. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But there was no bad DJs there. Yeah. Like, if yeah, you was. bought the package, you were getting you're something dope on that Sunday yeah. night or Thursday night or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And we did it a lot of nightclubs. Like, there was a, not, a lot of nightclubs that... Yeah, San Diego. We did San Diego, Scottsdale, Kansas City, St. Louis. Yeah. Like, we had... Um, what a good run. Yes. It was a lot of fun. 
Who would have thought hip hop would take it this, this far? far. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. So yeah, basically to break it down, there's there's really no key. There's no advice. There's no yeah. like just one thing you can tell someone and they go off and, no. and travel the world, DJ, and make a, a there's good There's no living. way. There's nothing. Yourself. You just pay attention. The best thing to do, I think, is pay attention. Make atten- right decisions. Yeah. Yeah, but pay attention to people who you identify with. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And use that to inform your decisions. And that's it. And then just be a good person. That's probably the most important. Uh, seriously. Well, be I, a good DJ and be right. a good person. I'm just saying that goes a long way because... A, a, a f- very long way. You know what I mean? It's, um, there's no reason for you not to be. Like, we're playing records, man. We're playing someone else's hit songs. Like, don't, don't take yourself too serious. <laughs> right. Yeah. I always say this. I always say, don't take the job too seriously, but take the job seriously. Right. Right. It's what it is. And and how um I love how you've always been open to different music and current times because um like er- earlier you were singing a little baby song. Yeah. And if wah, I were, wah, wah. and if I didn't know you and if I were to look at you, I'd be like, This there's no way he knows who Lil right. Baby is. Well yeah. god, I've been getting that since uh since uh, the olden days where they're like, Wait, this is the dude? And go, <laughs> Yeah, this is the dude. This is the dude and he's playing a crazy hyphy movement. Yo, set. I if, I, if I might <laughs> if I might interject at the HMC DJ Mustard event, when I walked up, the door guy goes, You sure you're in the right place? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said, Yeah, I manage mustard. I'm yeah, his no, agent. I tell him, man. I was like, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't remember what I said, but he got a kick out of it. That's what my response was. What was it? Please remember. God, man. Um, and you probably said it nice and calmly. Well, yeah, that's how. That's my demeanor, right? <laughs> um, I don't. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to do him injustice because. Um, the chances that he's listening to the DJ podcast it's true, are but, um, probably slim to non-existent. Can you imagine, though, if he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. Um, no, nah, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, he, he, he questioned my appearance there. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm here. Yeah, but would you say that's what keeps you busy is being open to, to the younger generation of music and not being a hater and hating everything well, it's, and, it's, and wishing everything was the way it used to be? No, I mean that's pointless. You shouldn't be DJing if you, if that's your attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, music's always going to change, and good music will always persist. Um, and it's good to just keep in step with uh, what people are into, right? What's popular? You have to do those little things that make you you. And that's how I describe my DJing. Like yeah. you're going to get um, a, 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 a current set that has all the hits and keeps everybody happy. And there's these little things that I do that make me, me. Mm-hmm. Just like there's little mixes you do that make you, you, and you, yeah. you, right? Little things right. you do that like, oh, that's a, that's a five pivot. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, five has a lot of those moments. I, I really yo, I think it. every good DJ has those, those little pivots yeah. that make you, you, that, that creates your style. But if you're hung up on, man, this music sucks, and I wish it was how it used to be, like, just, should, just yeah. stop just, DJing. Just give it up. Yeah, or do '90s night, and that's fun too. uh, That's old head. Yeah, an old head. What's the point of that, man? Everyone (laughs) be called an old head. What's the fun in that? (laughs) Please don't call me an old head. Yeah, and and five-year old head. (laughs) And there's and there and you know some of the new music's great, right? Yeah. You can't just like uh, uh, you can't dismiss it because it's not you know '90s hip hop or even early 2000s hip hop. Just like you can't uh, dismiss uh, you know '80s rock because you like. Creed or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, good talk, Grand no Funky. Doubt, 
Always good to have you on the podcast. Yeah. And go smoke another pipe. Have a glass of whiskey. Wow, wow, wow. Thanks, dog.